0: well welcome everybody welcome to a coach's perspective i'm your host jenny hopkins and this show is presented to you by great southern bank they're our presenting sponsor and we are so grateful for joe turner kelly polonis all of the teammates over at great southern bank again congratulations to bill and Joe Turner for getting the President's Awards with the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame. I talked a little bit about that last week, and I'm I'm just so grateful for their involvement on this show. Great Southern Bank is serious about convenience. With nearly 100 banking centers in six states, hundreds of ATMs and mobile and online banking services, you're always in touch with your money. Learn more at greatsouthernbank.com. Member FDIC. Other sponsors we're grateful for and hand-bicked, Highland Dairy, Craig Lehman with Shelter Insurance, Bill Grant Ford and Bolivar, Story Construction, West Logging, Greg and Melinda Burnett, and Springfield Yard Cards. So we're going to talk about them later in the show, but I want to recap a little bit about last week. Um, we had the Drury University women's basketball team here. We had Coach Amy Egan, we had Kaylee DeMitt-Holt, and we had Allie Clevenger, and it was a great show. We kind of peeked inside the brains of Kaylee and Allie about uh, looking at a college athlete and what they're experiencing. And then, of course, we've celebrated uh, the wonderful season that they're having. If you want to listen to this episode, you can go to acoachesperspective.com under Previous Shows or on Apple, iTunes, Podcast, Spotify, Verbal, or Helium Satellite Radio under A Coach's Perspective. So my, my first guest coming up tonight is the Assistant Athletic Director, From Missouri State University, Rick Keinhart, and he is a wealth of knowledge and is going to share with us about the upcoming induction of the Missouri State University Hall of Fame. Have a listen. Joined by Rick Kinehart. And Rick, this is very exciting to be able to um, cover the Missouri State University Athletics Hall of Fame. It's got such a tradition. And looking at some of the inductees, I mean, it's just a who's who of who's walked the halls of, of the athletics department here at Missouri State. Um, but congratulations on this induction class. Um, tell us a little bit about um, the actual logistics of it. Where is it going to be held? When is it? And how do people get tickets?
1: For sure. Now, it's this weekend. We'll celebrate the class on, on Friday evening at the Lady Bears game. And then we'll do our induction ceremony itself on Saturday morning uh, at the Old Glass Place downtown. That's at 11 o'clock. And then we'll also recognize the class at halftime of the men's game uh, later Saturday afternoon. So that's the, uh, it's a full weekend for our inductees, but it's a really good chance to honor them um, publicly at the basketball games um, and the men's and women's games and also uh, privately at their own uh, ceremony and event at the Old Glass Place.
0: And tell us a little bit about the selection process. Um, that is always a question when it comes to <laughs> the Hall of Fame. How do you select your induction? And then
1: also, how does someone uh, nominate someone for this? For sure, yeah. Nominees can be made. We've got a link on our website, a Hall of Fame link, where you can look at past inductees, look at different classes. You can sort it by sport, by name, by by year. But you can also click on a form and then nominate someone uh, who's been a, a past coach or student athlete or even a contributor to our program. We'll talk about that here in a, in a, in a little bit, I'm sure. But um, So we've got that opportunity, and we've got a, a committee um, that has been you know, a standing committee uh, we've got some current coaches and administrators, as well as some uh, retired coaches and administrators that we lean on really heavily. In fact, Mark Stillwell has been the coordinator for the Missouri <laughs> State Athletics heard that Hall Name. of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. He's coordinated this uh, almost since its inception, if, if not from the very beginning, uh, when Aldo Seben mm-hmm. formed this, uh, the, what was then the Men's Athletics Hall of Fame, right. and then Dr. Wynn had the Women's Athletics Hall of Fame, and they finally merged. Uh, nice. What a, what a novel concept, right? right? Um, <laughs> yeah. So that that has happened. So this is actually my first year, actually kind of chairing that committee and, and being part of the the planning process. So I'm really honored to be, to take that and and run with it. So, but the the committee uh, takes the nominations that are internal, external. Uh, sometimes it's just a matter of looking at. Um, you know what the coaches think and, and kind of you know pulling the the, the Holly Hessies and the Keith guttons of the world yeah. and then seeing you know what they what they think but also just the committee members and getting their votes um, to look at some different things and always thinking of ways we can improve the hall of Fame too yeah. that that's the thing too we've, we've we've had certain things that have worked over the years we've added some things uh, the team uh, recognition we added that uh, three years ago uh, to be able to recognize teams right. and I think we kind of got that inspiration from a lot of places from Springfield areas Sports Hall of Fame does that, the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame does that. We thought it would be a great fit here as well to not just, you know, put individuals in but also teams. And we've got some different categories now, too, like the Don Payton Award. We'll talk about that. So that's kind of the process. We vote. Um, You know, Every fall, I'm going to get that out there and then start contacting uh, those that we vote in and see if they can come back. Mm -hmm. That's a big part of it, as you know, is making sure we can get people here.
0: That is so true. That makes a big difference. Um, Well, let's talk about some of the inductees. I know that it's been released on your website, but I want to definitely dive into some of these talented athletes that are being recognized. Um, Let's start with Matt Beasley.
1: Yeah, so Matt Beasley was an All-American swimmer for us. Um, He was here in the early 2000s under the late Jack Stack and did a fantastic job. He's a Missouri kid, so he swam uh, in the state of Missouri and St. Louis and, and broke almost every high school record in the state. So mm-hmm. I, at the time, he was a, a game-changing recruit for Coach Stack and came here and rewrote our record book here at Missouri State. was an NCAA qualifier, and and it's going to be great to have him back.
2: That
0: is nice. All right, tell us about Wendy Blocker.
1: So Wendy was here just two years as a, a track uh, sprinter on the track and field team um, and and was a, also an NCAA qualifier, was a— uh, because the indoor and outdoor track are really two different seasons. She was four-time All-Conference, twice indoor, twice outdoors, and uh, under Coach Boys and, and still holds uh, part of two relay records here. She was our 200-meter uh, record holder, which you know, in in track circles, you know that 100 and 200-meter record is, is something that really always holds up. You know, yes. you know, the, there's obviously dozens of records in track, but those two always seem to get the most attention, and she held that record for for almost two decades. So Wendy's, it's great to have her as well.
0: I think that's going to be nice to be able to to have a track and field athlete. So what about Ken Braden?
1: Yeah, so Ken is one of a, you know, a little bit more of a vintage uh, inductee. He was here under coach Branch. Uh, in the early '80s, as an all-American um, linebacker, and, and was really one of those guys that was just always around the football. You know, just uh, I think he broke our career tackles record at the time, had had put up some tremendous numbers, and earned all-American honors. And and Ken is uh, was from Memphis originally. Now he's in the Kansas City area uh, as a police officer, and and it's going to be neat yeah. to have him back and have him tell stories because it's just a, such a great era for Bears football.
0: Right, that is wonderful. I'll be excited to see him because I remember growing up uh, on campus here i went to school at at, at greenwood laboratory school so i went to all the football games and and i remember watching him play when i was younger so that's exciting um sarah gunther
1: yeah so sarah is you know one of the the two missouri state women's soccer players that were that was named to the missouri valley all all centennial team and also their their uh, quarter century team as well so she was a two-time missouri valley defensive player of the year um, obviously played for Coach Rob Bureab is the only coach mm-hmm. we had until this right. last year. But but Sarah's really one of the all time greats. If you look at Missouri Valley Conference, women's soccer and those defensive outstanding defensive players over the, the decades, she would probably be at or near the top of that list conference wide. Mm-hmm. So really great to, to recognize her.
0: It's it's great when they can leave their mark like that. Um, in such a, it's not necessarily a young program. I know that it's been around long enough that we can't say it's a young program. But she definitely left her mark.
1: Definitely, for sure.
0: All right, Kevin, um, Kevin Madrano.
1: Yeah, most people remember Kevin Madrano for the baseball bears, two thousand nine to two thousand twelve. So a fairly recent inductee. He's still playing professional baseball. So when he left here, um, he's he's had his mark at, at the minor league level. It's not been able to break through to the majors, but he's still giving it the the, the go. So yeah, he's Great thing. And I remember when he first came here, Coach Gutton said about Kevin, like, you know, what does he do well? And he just said, he hits. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin is a hitter. Like that was, right. that's always been his mark. Just a get on base, high percentage guy. Um, four time all Missouri Valley Conference um, infielder, which is really hard to do. I mean, especially as a as a freshman to come in right. and, and earn those accolades. And we've got a couple of those this year, and, and Kevin's one of them.
0: That makes a big difference um, when you can have that four year uh, background. And, and I know he was a, a big contributor, um, and he was a good leader as well on the baseball team. He was a good vocal leader.
1: Yeah, no question.
0: Uh, Callie Norman.
1: Yeah, so Callie was another four-time all-conference player on the volleyball court uh, for Coach Stokes and did a a tremendous job. Uh, She was part of NCAA tournament teams, conference championship teams, put up some tremendous numbers in a lot of categories. And, you know, the great story with with Callie, and there's a lot of these out there, but the fun thing is, you know, when she was here playing volleyball and she's going on to great things, working down in Florida now, but she's married uh, to Wes Miller, who was a starting tight end on the football team when they were here. So this is a homecoming for them, too, not just to recognize Callie's achievements, but to bring the whole family back to Springfield. That's always fun to see, too. Yeah, that
0: is nice.
1: That is nice. All right. Uh, Tim Reese. Yeah, so Tim Reese, we, we kind of created a legacy category this year uh, to really look at those uh, people that are, that are nominated for a Hall of Fame that may not uh, be in the most recent 30- 30 to 35-year year. Era. we've got you know, a lot of statistics, a lot of first-hand knowledge, a lot of <laughs> right. things that, that uh, you know, people recall, but Tim played here in the early 70s in football. And went on to to the National Football League. Had a great professional career. Was drafted by the Oilers um, in, in Houston. So he did a lot of great things. He was part of that nineteen uh, some championship teams in the early nineteen seventies under Coach Johanning Meyer. So uh, I think his former teammates nominated him. We gave that a, a really good look, and I think it's it's time to get Tim in the Hall of Fame. And, and he's been so gracious to be part of that class. It was just blown away that we would we would honor him in that way.
0: Yeah, that's wonderful. I love seeing that. Um, And I love the fact that his teammates had so much respect for him that they nominated him.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a big part of the process. That
0: says a lot about him as a person too and what his character is. Um, all right, so the 1974 National Cross Country Champions.
1: Yeah, so um, you know, the, the great thing about adding a, a team category a couple of years ago is we can go back and recognize some of these these great national championship teams that we've had, some conference championship right. teams. Uh, we started a couple of years ago with our 1950s men's basketball team. Last year it was the 74 softball team that won the national mm-hmm. championship. So uh, Coach Chuck Hunsicker was here then. He was here six years. Uh, First year was kind of a transitional year and then the next five years they won conference championships each one of those five years and placed high at the national meet. And so we're kind of recognizing all five of those conference mm-hmm. championship teams with uh, the '74 team, uh, which won a national championship right here in Springfield. Of all things, right? Um, and they that was kind of sandwiched by two national runner-up finishes the year before and the year after. So recognizing all those guys, it's going to be a full room full of a lot of cross country and track athletes yes. on, on that. But it's really neat to to, to talk to Chuck, and the, he's done a tremendous job of. Going around the nation, around the globe, really to bring people back and and keep us updated on them. So it's a long overdue honoring a great team and a great part of our legacy there.
0: That's going to be a lot of fun. That is going to be a lot of fun. There might maybe you could squeeze in like a five k before what? <laughs> we should do that. <laughs> yeah, for right? Charity, right? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about um, this this woman getting the Don Payton <laughs> Award. Um, and I actually have her in studio. We're going to be visiting with her in just a moment. Um, but Jo Bell Hopper. Is uh, being awarded and inducted through the Don Payton Award.
1: Yeah, so that first of all, congratulations to Joe Bell. Looking forward to, to getting a chance to recognize her this weekend as well. But the Payton Award was, was founded about six years ago to recognize the individuals who've contributed in athletics, but maybe weren't student athletes or coaches. And we've recognized uh you know people like Don Payton himself, who was the sports information director here, Jerry Hoover, who coordinated the bands was was a recent uh, member of that category art Haynes art last Haynes. year mm-hmm. uh for sure uh, Bruce Johnson was a faculty athletic representative for for a number of decades and so Joe Bell fits perfectly in that in that light uh, as the kind of the founder and, and uh, first director of our uh, inner Clees Athletics Achievement Center right. uh, which is our academic support center and it has become such a huge role now uh, it is you know obviously evolved from very humble beginnings and her hard work to get that done in uh, humble facilities and, and things like that <laughs> yeah. to, to the point now where you've got computer labs and, and help with you know, registration and academic support and mentoring and, and tutoring and all the things they do over there. Um, it's really grown and developed because of her leadership and her vision from this project. So we felt it was certainly deserving and this is a, a great opportunity to recognize her as well.
0: I think it was really unique. I was able to obviously have a front row seat um, to to watch her develop this program. First of all, I always asked her, you know, could you not have come up with a shorter name, (laughs) you know, than I think it's Achievement Center for what you say, intercollegiate athletics, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) you know, something a little catchier. But um, she she was always, you know, just driven to make this happen. She really loved working with the student athletes. Um, A lot of them called her Mama Joelle, (laughs) you know. I mean, just such a such a great relationship with a lot of those athletes. And to be able to keep them eligible and to be able to keep them, you know, on point to graduate was was just such a passion of hers. And I always thought that was really cool.
1: Yeah, for sure. And a lot of people that, you know, cheer for the Bears or the Lady Bears don't maybe don't always recognize the fact that our student-athletes come from a, a variety of backgrounds. Right. You know, they're not always... You know uh, the, obviously their, their college material they've been accepted, but sometimes getting that transition to the college um, schedule, just just time management for example is right. a huge thing of a student athlete, whether it's training in the way you're in practices, the, the travel schedule that, that we all know is so mm-hmm. so rigorous, and then trying to find time to really prioritize the academic stuff and make sure that that's, that's a big part of the day, and not just to, to get through it, but to also be successful mm-hmm. in that life, and that was a, a thing that she was a visionary and a pioneer in but to this to this day, it's so very important to what we do here at Missouri State and and how we prioritize that on a daily basis.
0: It's so important. I remember her teaching a study skills class. All freshman athletes had to take her study skills class, um, and she, you know, co-authored the the textbook for it, and they use that here on campus as well for incoming freshmen, for those freshman-required courses, Um, and I I think that's so important because that is such an element on student-athletes being successful, is being able to do exactly what you just said, manage their time, know how to study be efficient with their time not just study to study but how are you studying and I think she really dove into that with a lot of athletes and so that was cool all right so tell us one more time the logistics um uh, the dates again and how people can get tickets
1: very good so Friday night the Lady Bears game that's a six o'clock game we'll recognize the class for the first time at halftime of the Lady Bears game and then on Saturday morning at 11 at the old glass place uh, downtown you can get tickets at the door Mm -hmm. um, and that's an opportunity to recognize them in person with their Hall of Fame uh, brunch, lunch, whatever we're going to call it, on Saturday morning. That'll be about a two-hour luncheon ceremony there. And then at 3 o'clock, the Bears play Northern Iowa over at Great Southern Bank Arena, and we'll recognize the same group uh, at halftime of the men's game uh, on Saturday afternoon.
0: I think that's fantastic. Well, I know that you have um, a full plate. You know, it doesn't really matter. You know, you don't have a season. <laughs>
1: <For> sure. <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> um, you are involved in every sport and what is going on here um, on, on campus. But I love your job. I love the role. I love the duties. But. You do a tremendous job, um, and you have a great reputation in the community, and I just want you to, to know how much um, you are appreciated here at Missouri State University and what you contribute. Well,
1: thanks so much, Jenny. Appreciate the opportunity, and look forward to seeing everybody this weekend as we recognize some, some great former Bears.
0: Yes, it's going to be exciting. All right, well, we're going to take our next break, and when we come back, we will have the Don Payton Award winner. Joe Bellhopper is in studio, and we also have some guests that are that have sent some messages in, and I think you might be interested in some of those former coaches from Missouri State University. All right, we'll be right back here on A Coach's Perspective. perspective i'm jenny hopkins and I, this segment is sponsored by highland dairy highland dairy is owned by dairy farmers they've been providing a great selection of nutritious dairy products since 1938 to prove in fact from scientific studies and professional dietitians that the ideal sports beverage recovery drink available to athletes after a workout is chocolate milk highland dairy has the best tasting chocolate and they're a proud sponsor of a coach's perspective so I want to thank Rick Kindheart. It is a very busy time of year for him, and I want to thank him for sitting down with us and talking about the Missouri State University Athletics Hall of Fame. You heard what a great induction class. Um, I do have one of the inductees in studio with me. And, you know, this is something I I love the Don Payton Award because I think it's something that is um, unique. It's something that they have picked, as you heard Rick say, um, to help with recognizing support personnel that maybe they're not a coach or they're not an athlete but they are a support personnel and there's been some tremendous um, honorees you know Dr. Bruce Johnson um, there was also former band director Jerry Hoover uh, Larry Atwood and Paul Mullins and of course our very good friend Art Haynes received the honor last year so in studio I have um, with us uh, Joe Bell Hopper so welcome
3: Thank you. It's nice to be here.
0: Well, and congratulations. You know, when you found out that, um, you know, that they're putting this academic person in, um, you know, into this Athletics Hall of Fame, how, how did that feel?
3: Well, I was honored from the very beginning, and I I knew who had won the Don Payton Award before, and golly, what a group. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> I'd like to have dinner with all of them one night. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Fun group,
0: and and they've done a lot, and so I'm I'm, I'm just very honored. Well, you know, you you founded the Achievement Center for Intercollegiate Athletics um, at Missouri State University. You know, I I know that Bill Rowe and Mary Jo Wynn were were, um, helpers along the way, but you really drove this effort, And, and, and being able to do that, you provided support to athletes academically. What was your inspiration, and how did you get this started?
3: I just felt like I worked with students. Uh, I taught study skills classes at Missouri State, and I knew that time management was, you know, of prime importance to those students. But then I had athletics onto that, and it, it was I didn't know how they had anybody that was eligible, to be honest. It was just very, very difficult. And so I had learned a lot of time management tricks and a lot of things, and I felt confident that I could, could help them. And I started off with just helping football. Uh, I had known Jess Branch, and he called me, and and uh, I helped a young man, and then um, other football players were sent to me, and I kind of worked with them. Just I was still teaching full time, and it kind of just developed from there.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I think um, that that is something that is is at the time uh, was happening at a lot of universities. Yes, it t- was. Yes, and for a Division One university. They didn't want to fall behind. They needed something like this, and you you recognize that, and I think that was something was the reason that it gained so much traction and that you were supported in this endeavor. I think that's very
3: true. I had gone to several conferences about study skills, and and there were a lot of athletic people there, and I couldn't figure out why they were there, and I would get into discussions with them, and and I learned a lot from that. Uh, Then after I helped Jess, um, the word kind of got around, and I would hear from other coaches. Uh, Cheryl Burnett had someone that needed some help, and anyway, there were several other coaches, and so it kind of
0: just evolved from that. It makes a big difference to be able to have that resource. Coaches, you know, are working so hard and diligently on the on the court stuff, and then taking care of some of the off the court as well. Um, But the academic realm, sometimes that they need an expert, they need someone that has the experience in that area. So I, I know that they were very grateful. Um, so we're going to continue talking about this um, a little bit, and I, you know, I have uh, uh, possibly some special guests coming on in the next segment. But we're going to pivot a little bit. We're going to pivot, and and we can't really go any further without talking about the Kansas City Chiefs and the Super Bowl because you're a huge Kansas City Chiefs fan. <laughs> I
3: am. I was
0: nervous. I will admit.
3: <laughs> and what a game! What a game! But a couple of things, really. I, I thought. Were of interest that I, that I want you to talk
0: about. Well, one of the things, too, well, first of all, you've been a Kansas City Chiefs fan for a long time before they were winning Super right, Bowls. Exactly. So that's important. You didn't jump on the bandwagon when, when Patrick Mahomes came along. You've been a Chiefs fan for a long oh, time. Joe Montana. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, there we go. Um, and, and you know, I've, I've had a, a Kansas City Chiefs fan on uh, here before, Jeff Burnett, my brother, and, and he, you know, we've talked a little bit about that. So, you know, And in full disclosure, Joe Hopper, that's here with us is my mother. So you raised a Kansas City Chiefs super fan, that's for sure. Um, But tell, you know, I I think this was very interesting. I love how the best can be brought out in athletes in sports competition. And we saw two major examples of that. Um, James Bradbury, right off the bat, um, there was that controversial play. Was it a hold? Was it not a hold? Um, And he, he comes out and says, yes, I was holding him. Um, and, and that was, um, I think, to me, one of the classiest, most sportsmanship um, things to do, and it was very impressive. Lots of respect.
3: Well, as a mother of athletes, too, I mean, I gosh, I would have loved my kids to have done something like that. Yeah. It's, uh, to well, hold says, or to admit? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah true.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> to admit.
3: Yes. You always want accountability, and I, I just think that was outstanding that he came out and uh, admitted that he did and said he hoped they wouldn't see it, but, you know, that was a tense moment for him sure you know it was up to him to to defend and that happens a lot and i'm sorry that it was so controversial and and you know caused a lot of problems at the end
0: and he is such a talent um and i i think that a lot of times we talk to athletes about you have to be confident enough and to to be able to admit sometimes um those those types of situations and I just I think he is so talented, and I really appreciated that and thought that was really cool.
3: And the outcome of any game is not dependent on one play. Very
0: true, very true. All right, so then one of the other um, things that I thought was really unique that kind of it was a shining moment, and, and that was um, – you know one of the one of the plays at the very end. You know the clock is ticking. Jarek McKinnon, he's got a chance to walk in for a touchdown. You know and and to be able to share that for generations and to be able to be recognized for scoring in the Super Bowl. Um, and he, you know, he slides. Obviously, does the right thing. Does not score. Lets the clock tick more. Uh, great strategy. Um, that's sometimes that takes a lot of character as well. I think so. And and you know they give
3: a lot of bonuses in these postseason games and. He might have gotten extra money right. for scoring a
0: touchdown. Yeah.
4: I don't
3: know, yeah. but uh, yeah, he um, was a team
0: player, and and
3: as he should be.
0: That's pretty cool, and I like that part about it. But I mean, just two little elements right there that are that so many elements were involved in this victory in this game, and uh, I thought those were two definitely worth uh, mentioning, and, and how much it's appreciated from from a coach's point of view on the show, a coach'es perspective. Um, so we're going to we're gonna take another quick break. And when we come back, we're going to continue talking a little bit about the Missouri State uh, University Athletics Hall of Fame that's happening this weekend. And um, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the candidates, and then we're going to also um, maybe have some surprise guests. We'll see. All right, we'll be right back here on A Coach's Perspective. Thank you again to Island Dairy for sponsoring this segment, along with Greg and Melinda Burnett as they support local and thoughtful radio. Welcome back to A Coach's Perspective. This segment is sponsored by Craig Lehman with Shelter Insurance and Danny West. Go to westlogging.com or find him on Facebook. He's going to treat your land like his own. We also appreciate Bill Grant Ford in Bolivar. They know cars, they know trucks, they know SUVs, and they know service, and they definitely know how to keep their customers happy and loyal. I've been one of them for over 25 years. Kelly Grant, Shane Rainey, give them a call. They will take care of you. 417 326 Seven six seven one. All right, so we're back with Joe Bellhopper. We're excited to to be talking about the Missouri State University Athletics Hall of Fame um, inductees. Include Matt Beasley, Wendy Blocker, Ken Braden, Sarah Gunther, um, Kevin Madrano, Callie Norman, Tim Reese, and the 1974 National Cross Country champions. And the Don Peyton Award is going to Joe Bellhopper this year. And so we're talking a little bit about. Um, that And we appreciated Rick Kindhart uh, going over all of the uh, the special accolades that these athletes have accumulated during their time. Um, you know, we're excited to be able to celebrate. Sometimes, you know, Hall of Fames are kind of an accumulation of, you know, somebody noticed, you did a good job, somebody noticed. And, and I think that's important because when you're in the mix of things, you don't realize that's not what you're thinking about. Um, you're just trying to do the best job that you can do and the best service you can do. Um, so, when you were working with athletes and you were working with coaches, how important was it to have a good relationship with coaches?
3: Oh, 100% it was important. Um, if the coach didn't support you, and it sounds terrible to say to make the student athlete come in <laughs> to study, but uh, every coach at Missouri State was so good about uh, backing me up and, and, you know, for study halls if they didn't show up or if there was a problem. Uh, I did feel kind of bad once in a while, because when I would walk into a coach's office, they would go, oh, no. (laughs) Right. And so I kind of had to work on my self-confidence, you know. (laughs) That happened in in, uh, the gym once, men's basketball. I walked in, they stopped practice, and everyone had a panicked look on their face. (laughs) Yeah, like, oh. (laughs) What's she going to tell on me, you know, (laughs) so. But anyway, we had good relationship, which made us successful. You know, it, it's a combined effort. It's not just one person. A um, lot of people help student athletes, and they need the help, you know, whether they're a good student or not, just to kind of learn the ropes of college. A lot different than high school. And so often, high school students don't really need to work at studying, but it's a little different in college.
0: Well, and and similar to what I was talking to Rick Kinehart, you didn't have a season. You know, it wasn't. You know, you weren't finished after football season or after basketball season. And, and to be honest, college coaches don't really have a season. They have an in season, but they work year round very diligently. But but you had, um, you know, a lot of effort. And I think being able a lot of these coaches became your friends and have become lifelong friends of oh, yours. And absolutely. Have, and I think that's something too that's very special. Um, So I I understand that you think you had a good relationship with the coaches. How do you think that, you know, the coaches felt about you? Or can you even answer that? (laughs) Well. uh, Because I can. But to my face, they were nice. (laughs) I don't know. Well, I can. So we'd actually reached out to some coaches and said, Oh, no. Hey, um, would you like to send a message to Joe Bell Hopper?" And every coach we reached out to said yes. So let's take a listen to some of these coaches and see if you can recognize their voices.
4: Congratulations, Joe Bell, on your honor for the Missouri State University Athletic Hall of Fame. You were a pioneer in the Academic Athletic Achievement Center and have allowed it to flourish like it is today under Dan Raines. Again, congratulations on all the work you did to help our men's and women's athletes prosper. Go Bears. Joe Bell, congratulations
2: on your selection to be inducted into the Missouri State University Hall of Fame. You did a phenomenal job for us when I was there. Uh, your inspiration and motivation for the players was second to none. You totally deserve this honor. And I can assure you one thing, everybody that worked with you would also agree with that. I can't tell you how many kids You personally talked to and got squared away, and sometimes very squared away, but I tell you what, you helped so many young people get their degrees and have a chance at a better life than what they even anticipated they could. Can't thank you enough for all your hard work and dedication, and I want you to enjoy today. You so deserve it. And um, so many of our kids came from, like, schools that hadn't prepared them for college. And, you know, it's a struggle to get those kids graduated. And I couldn't have done it without you, and they couldn't have done it without you. And so, again, I want to thank you one last time and enjoy your day, have fun, and you certainly deserve it. Talk to you later. Joe Bell, congratulations. Hall of Fame. I knew you were Hall of Fame from the first day I met you. In order for that, I am going to celebrate by eating this, what is this? It's a cupcake in your honor today. In all seriousness, I want to thank you for everything you've meant to every student athlete that has ventured through your office and the impact that you've had. My father said this, and I believe this truly in my heart, and they'll know you too. There's There's no greater gift than a child, and they should be treated as such. You've done that in your entire career. Thank you for the impact you've not only made on my life, but for the thousands of lives that you've impacted for student athletes throughout your career. Congratulations. I don't know of anybody better to receive this. Thank you so much. I love you.
4: Joe Bell, congratulations on being inducted into the Missouri State Sports Football Hall of Fame. It couldn't come to a more deserving person. I can't tell you how much you meant to our team. All the players, all the coaches, everybody that was involved, you were the greatest. And thanks for again for everything you've done.
5: So excited for you, Joe Bell, on receiving the Don Payton Award at the Missouri State University Athletics Hall of Fame. Uh, just couldn't happen to a more wonderful, uh, nice person that just did so much for Missouri State Athletics. And I know a lot of folks won't understand everything you did, but it was incredible how many young people you connected with and helped on their journey. Um, You were always there helping and guiding the kids. Uh, you're You're always such a strong advocate for our student athletes, making sure they were student athletes and look beyond their sports. Uh, amazing, you started in your office in Hill Hall helping some kids out. And uh, that, with your, with your efforts and, and your constant lobbying, pushed to, uh, to create an Achievement Center. And that was in the basement of Freudenberger uh, Residence Hall. That was the first place that, uh, that it got established. And then helped move us over to the Forsyth Athletic Center with the beautiful Achievement Center that it is now. Joe Bell, thank you. Missouri State Athletics would not be where it is without Joe Hopper. Thank you, Joe Bell.
0: Well, thank you so much to those coaches. I, I can't tell you how much I appreciated all of them taking the time to call it in. If you didn't recognize their, their voices, that was Coach Randy Ball, Coach Barry Henson, Coach Jesse Branch, Coach John Leamy, and Coach Keith Gutton. And those guys, um, without any hesitation, were excited to share those messages with you.
3: I am really touched. <laughs> Golly, thank you. Thank
0: yeah. you. Well, uh, you know, and I think it's also important that administrators, you know, you said that that was important to have the support to kind of get things rolling. And, um, and God rest her soul, what her beautiful soul, Dr. Mary Jo Wynn, did so much to, to assist and, and help with this project as well. Um, and so did Coach um, Bill Rowe. He was instrumental. He was oh, Bill instrumental. Rowe was great,
3: yeah. He, he was always there, anything we needed. He was always there to help. And, and he knew the importance of academics. They just, you know, needed a place to start. And uh, unfortunately, uh, where we started in the basement of Freddie didn't even have a bathroom, which is kind (laughs) of fun. (laughs) So, boy, did we come a long way when we got the beautiful Achievement Center. Uh, I was able to work with the architect in designing it, and it was such an honor. I knew what I wanted, but I never thought I would have it. And so thanks to to Bill Rowe and the the administration, Mary Jo, for, for pushing and finding the money to bring it
0: makes a big difference. Um, And I think Bill Rowe might even have a little message for you.
4: Hey, uh, this is Bill Rowe, and I've got to tell you, I'm I'm elated to get to say something about uh, your mom in this situation, but mainly because she was the initial uh, director, coordinator, everything and a one-man show to start with, one person, not a man, a show to do our uh, academic advisement area. Uh, It it was all-encompassing. And you know what it's like when you start something. You've you you leave, you've got loose ends. But one of her greatest traits, first of all, she had more patience than I would ever have had. We had never gone down this road before, but all the different programs and coaches she could fit with. And I know in dealing with people all the time, that is a rarity. Normally there's some you can't. She didn't leave any sport out if they needed assistance and guidance, some needed more, but uh, to put us in the position we're in today, like so I can tell teams now, you're playing in facilities that a lot of people paid the price for. Joe Bell paid the price for the job that she did for intercollegiate athletics at Missouri State. Uh, we'll never forget it. Our student athletes, most of all, will never forget it. And I'm, I'm delighted you're, uh, that she's going to be honored going into this uh, hall of, our athletics hall of fame at the university. It was an easy vote for all of us to know, and we appreciate her more than I can tell you, and we love her.
0: Thanks to Coach Bill Rowe on that nice message. (laughs) Well, you know, working with these coaches, working with these administrators was great. But really, what is this about? This is about the student athletes, and I, I, you know, I see a lot of the athletes that you worked with. um, You know, Ryan Tui and and Dale Lamberth and Stephen Mitchell, and and a lot of these Anthony Shavies, Michael Fox. I see them oftentimes here because a lot of them are still local and. And, and they'll say, Well, how is Mama Jo Bell doing? How's Mama? Doing? They still call you Mama Jo Bell. What was your favorite part about working with some of the student athletes?
3: Well, I think, you know, I think a lot of them looked at me as their mom because they were away from their mom. And um, I don't know if this is true or not, but I understand I have a look. <laughs> and my kids have always told me that. And it, I I could walk into the computer lab and just kind of stand there and look around and nine times out of ten one of the men usually would get up and come over and say okay here's why i didn't go to class And i would get a confession from them from my look so i kind of had fun doing that after a while
0: that that is true that is true i can vouch that she has a look for sure that will get you to confess anything well, you know, some of the rewards, I think, too, have been that, um, that they've stayed in touch with you. You've been able to watch them flourish in life after graduation. And graduation is the biggest objective for student-athletes. We want to give them that education. And then once they get that, you want to see them, um, you know, advance in their careers and have these wonderful lives and become, you know, wonderful husbands and wives and mothers and fathers. Has that been enjoyable to see all these athletes and stay in touch with
3: them? It really has. My Facebook is very interesting <laughs> because I have a lot of uh, former athletes wanting to be my Facebook friend. And so it's it's fun watching them be dads and moms and growing up and having children and and, uh, and getting older <laughs> and being successful and enjoying what they're doing. I've, I've enjoyed being able to keep in touch with quite a few.
0: That is enjoyable. That, that's a lot of fun. You can be able to keep up with them. Um, I know that uh, there were a lot of rewards. You know, what are some of the challenges of getting this center going and being able to, to get this off the ground? What were some of the challenges that you had?
3: Well, anything, you know, anytime something is new, there are challenges. And it was new to all of a sudden for student athletes to have to be responsible for their academics. You know, before it was just the grade point. The coaches would ask them how they were doing. But a coach doesn't have time to follow academically, even though, you know, the assistant coaches were good about checking on if they were in class. But, you know, really, we didn't have that many athletes, student athletes, that did not go to class. Um, When I first came, there was a few, but uh, I was a tattletale. (laughs) (laughs) And they knew I was, and they knew I would go to the coach, and, and I made no secret of it. And so... But, you know once you just do that once and that's really about you know usually all you'd have to do so there were a lot of rewards um, I, the biggest thrill was going to graduation and seeing you know these young men and young women graduate you know knowing I had a small part in helping them but you know it is a small part it's up to them nothing was done for them um, they had to do the work and so just a lot of uh, intrinsic awards that are, you know, it's difficult to talk about because it just I was just very proud. And I am today when I run into to mm-hmm. them.
0: Well, and you, you know you talked a little bit about the time management. I mean, they have so many things on their plate. Um, and, and like you said, they have to do it. You can give them the water, but they have to drink it. And, and being able to see them step up and do that um, for their lives and, and, and get their degrees had to be very empowering. You
3: know, I... Also, a part of my job was talking to recruits, and and I loved to talk to a big room of recruits and ask them how many of them like, please raise your hand if you like to curl up with a good textbook on a snowy evening. (laughs) Cricket, cricket. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no one ever raised their hand, you know, and so I'd make some, you know, smart aleck remark about, well, this is a fine group. But anyway, it was kind of fun because just – That in itself, a textbook, a lot of high school students have never really paid much attention to a textbook. And so introducing them to reading a textbook was kind of And the strategies
0: of it and doing uh, it effectively. The strategies, exactly. Well, speaking of strategies, you used to also give um, learning style tests to athletes. Now, this is very important, and a lot of coaches have taken advantage of this. I did as a coach. Um, But you give them a learning styles um, exam, and you find out what learning modality they gravitate toward? Are they an audio learner? Are they a visual learner? Are they more of a kinesthetic learner? Mm-hmm. And being armed with that is so valuable when you know for a coach, but also so valuable for them when they're when you're helping them um, prepare for a history exam or you know another exam. Yeah, exactly.
3: Uh, a lot of coaches, I really wish every coach would use that. It would be nice if the coach is listening, find out your your students' learning styles. Because it makes a difference in teaching them. If you have a student you're frustrated with because he's not remembering or she's not remembering what they're supposed to be doing, find out how they learn. And if you use that style, you'll see a big difference.
0: You will. Um, you definitely will. Because some of them they absorb by hearing they or they need to see it or they need to actually do it. And I think that's great advice. Well, I, I can't congratulate you enough on this honor. Obviously, you've made a big impact on coaches and athletes and um, and it, it's it's very exciting to be able to see the the recognition uh, for your hard work.
3: Congratulations! Well, thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: Well, in the Missouri State University Athletics Hall of Fame is coming up this weekend, and it's a it's a weekend. It's a weekend. Um, there's going to be uh, they're going to be introduced at the Lady Bears game on Friday evening um, at halftime, and then the ceremony is at eleven a.m. and it's at the Old Glass Place, and you can get tickets by contacting the athletic department. Um, as Rick Kinehart was saying earlier, um, it's at 11 a.m. And then at 3 p.m., there's a men's basketball game. You'll know, be introduced as well. So all the inductees will be there, and, including Joe Bell Hopper. And um, we ask you that, you know, go out and support these teams and support this class. And congratulations uh, again. And thanks for being here tonight.
3: Well, thank you. I'd like to say an early happy birthday to my husband, Bill Hopper, tomorrow. Well,
0: there you yeah. go. Yes. Happy birthday to Bill Hopper. All right. Well, we're going to move into our post game talk. And I want to tell you, first of all, you know, don't forget to go to a coachesperspective.com. You can see show lineups. You can go listen to previous shows. There's lots of information there. And if you um, subscribe, you can be added into a drawing and we can reach out to you for your prize. So also follow us on Facebook and Twitter as well. Um, this post game talk is sponsored by Story Construction. Go to story.com for more information. S T O R E E.com. Next week, we're going to have Coach Sundance Wicks. I dare you to keep up with this gentleman. He is incredible. His energy is contagious. Um, he is an assistant coach at Wyoming University. He was a former coach at Missouri Western. Uh, he's tremendous. So I invite you to, to listen to that next week. He uh, is, is a very energizing coach. All right, now for our post-game talk. All right, so, yes, this show was a personal one for me. That's for sure. Um, you know, bell Bellhopper being honored. I mean, she is, is my mother. But it's personal also to the coaches and to the athletes that have worked with my guest. Um, it's personal for the players and coaches that, that she not only worked with, but that she influenced. And it's personal for all the athletes that are being inducted. Being able to have this induction this weekend recognizes those accomplishments. Now, these accomplishments, unlike these, they're, they're never the goal. They're never something that someone, you know, strives for. It's something that happens after hard work and dedication. What they took a lot of time, a lot of effort, work, perseverance, and determination to do. The accolades are the cream and the coffee. It rises to the top and it sweetens it, but you don't have to have it in order to enjoy what you've done. Remember to stay focused where your feet are and make a difference there. The other stuff will take care of itself. And that's how champions do it. And I'm going to remind you as I do each and every week, be a good human, live your life like a human champion. This Jenny Hopkins has been a Coach's Perspective.